0: Dave Ramsey facing controversy for a business aimed at helping consumers get out of timeshares. But is it working? It is Monday, May 25th, 2020, and this is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am Certified Financial Planner Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up podcast coming to you from Putnam County, New York.
1: <laughs> and coming to you from Oakland County, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin show, I'm Joe Salcihi.
0: You know, I say that because nobody really has heard of of Lake Pack, but maybe you guys have. Write to us. Let me know if you've heard of Lake Pack. Anyway, welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. Um, This is a show where we talk about headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show
1: brought to you by Acre Trader, investing in farmland simplified. I grew up in farmland and you know what? A lot of people talking about gold, Bobby, but another asset class that's held its own during this entire time is farmland. Head to AcreTrader.com forward slash MWF for more to see how farmland works. And we'll talk about that more in the show later. I've talked a lot about AcreTrader in the past. Some dude named Dave Ramsey in a little bit of hot water because he's been talking about timeshares and not timeshares, but how the a company that helps you get out of timeshares, and it might not be working, Bobby, the way people think it is. Mm, Yeah, not so much. So today, yeah. today Memorial Day, we're, we're remembering uh, lots of uh, people who served uh, of, uh, our country. And uh, big thanks to any veterans that we have in the audience today. But we're also thinking about timeshares. We're going to mix it up a little. Let's see which one of our friends can help us uh, kick off today's show.
0: What's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. And P.E. ratios, stock purchase plans, Federal Reserve meetings... We must be getting ready for another episode of Money with Friends.
1: Today's piece comes to us from Investment News. It's uh, written, it's an opinion piece, by the way, written by Bruce Kelly. So this is Bruce Kelly's opinion. Uh, He writes, time for Dave Ramsey to check out of this timeshare exit endorsement. Uh, Bruce writes, Dave Ramsey, a popular radio host who preaches the gospel of debt-free living, is adored by many financial advisors who do business with his organization by paying for potential clients leads. Those advisors calls and email potential clients, many of whom are of evangelical Christians like Ramsey, with pitches that may begin with the phrase, Dave Ramsey, let me know you're looking to speak with a financial advisor. Turns out Ramsey's also currently endorsing a business that's the center of a recent lawsuit by Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson called Timeshare Exit Team. The company promotes its ability to get consumers out of real estate investments. Timeshare Exit Team is listed as one of several companies under the heading Dave Recommends on his website. According to the complaint, which was filed in February, Timeshare Exit Team, also known as Reed Heinen Associates, uses numerous unfair or deceptive business practices related to services to exit consumers timeshares. Reed Hein advertises a 100% money-back guarantee, the Attorney General's office alleges. In reality, many consumers have struggled to obtain refunds and are still denied refunds even after the companies failed to deliver for years. In a video posted on the website for Timeshare Exit Team, Ramsey paints a different picture of the company. At first, I was reluctant to partner with a company involved in the timeshare exit space, Ramsey says. You have to be very careful about who you partner with. Trust me, yet. Ramsey's been endorsing the company for about three years. Ramsey's radio show is broadcast by hundreds of stations in the United States. As Investment News reported in t- 2017, financial advisors may profit handsomely from their association with Ramsey, his radio show, and assorted businesses by getting leads to potential clients who sign up through the Dave Ramsey Show website. Bobby? Bobby?
0: At that time, advisors paid fees for the referrals ranging between $400 per month and close to $900 per month based on the size and population of the territory, as well as the number of referrals that come in over a period of time. Advisors pay the advertising fee and are part of a directory called Smart Vester Pros. Ramsey and his various businesses are not named in the complaint, but are mentioned a handful of times with a complaint naming the Dave Ramsey show as Reed Hines' most profitable endorsement. Reed Hine also prioritizes, quote, complaints and refund requests where the customer threatens to contact the... Better Business Bureau, state attorneys general, private attorneys, or the Dave Ramsey Show, according to the complaint. On the website for the Dave Ramsey Show, there is no listing of how much Ramsey charges Timeshare Exit Team for the endorsement. Timeshare Exit Team generally charges between three thousand and nearly nine thousand for its services, according to Washington State. Quote: For many consumers, Reidhine promises a one hundred percent guarantee that was a ma- that was a major factor in their decision to contract with the company, according to the attorney general's office. In practice, Reidhine. Reg- lily denies refunds. They uh, Reed Hein has contracted to provide 38,000 timeshare exits, according to Washington State. Of those 17,000 are still pending. More than 8,000 for two years or longer, and more than 4,600 for three years or longer. Okay, and now we have a quote for this from the CEO of Reed Hine. Quote, while we have always respected the office of the Washington State Attorney General and believed their focus was on consumer protection, we are extremely disappointed to see they have aligned themselves with an industry who preys on the very consumers they pledge to represent. We strongly disagree with the allegations leveled in this complaint. A spokesperson for Dave Ramsey Megan McConnell did not respond to multiple calls and emails mm. seeking comment. Yeah. Now, according to Ferguson's office, um, Trevor Hine formed their company in 2012 after Rita trended a, t- a trade show where you saw a long line at a booth selling timeshare exit services. Their prior business, this goes to where they had experience, had been to sell rain gutter systems.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then should we go through the next paragraph is just about how what a timeshare is. Let me me just do it just in case anyone doesn't know. Timeshare is a shared ownership of a vacation real estate and and is typically sold by the week. So now timeshare exit businesses have recently proliferated as consumers look to get out of the contracts. And a lot of the reason that people, by the way, want to get out of contracts, separate from what's going on now with with COVID-19, is that you know, you don't just pay once you're constantly, it's an ongoing bill forever. And you may want to go other places. Sometimes these companies don't deliver what they promise, but even if they do again, it's an ongoing maintenance charge that you're kind of stuck with forever. So, so there is a big business in getting people out of these.
1: And what's interesting about this is that I know people, and I always hear timeshares are evil. Timeshares are evil. Timeshares are horrible. I also hear this about multi-level marketing systems. You know what though, Bobby? I have also seen people very successful in both of those, people that love their timeshare, they wouldn't live without it. But when when I hear about success stories either in MLMs or timeshares, which get compared a lot, not just by me, but by a lot of people, right? It feels like it's a it's a it's a heavy sales pitch. But I found that when people did not get the heavy sales pitch and they're sold what this really is, what it really, really is, and they know the facts going in, they're Much more likely to be happy with it later on, which, which drives me crazy. Some of the sales practices to sell these things drive me absolutely nuts. But, but, but man, I've known some people that just love their, love their timeshares. Uh, But it's a lifestyle decision and you really have to know what you're getting into and you can't let somebody talk you into it. Um, That's what, that's what, what drives me crazy. But, but even more than that, those numbers you read About this company. And and I don't know if I've heard this company before, but you and I both have heard heard these timeshare exit company advertisements. They're all over the place. Well, I don't know if you've heard them, but I hear them all the time. Oh, I do. And when you hear these, they always sound like they have this proven track record of getting people out of timeshares and being a guy that has worked with a lot of contracts in the past and kind of knowing a little bit about how hard it is to get out of contracts and having helped my clients get attorneys to try to help them get out of contracts. I've always thought to myself, as I hear these ads, how have they figured out a way to get people out of these contracts as quickly and as easily as it sounds on this commercial. But clearly when you hear these numbers that you just read, they don't have a magic wand because half like maybe what half was, was the number
0: about half. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the question though, and, and again, this is an opinion piece is, you know, the association that Dave Ramsey has chosen to make with them and whether there's been full disclosure about the money that Dave Ramsey, um, and his organization is receiving from them because that endorsement, I mean, Dave Ramsey has an amazing reputation and, and, and to be fair, many people have been helped by Dave Ramsey and his organization in terms of their, you know, debt management and getting people on the right financial track, but he does make a lot of money affiliating with financial advisors, which they talk about at the beginning of the article and, and also this company and other companies.
1: But do you fault Dave Ramsey here?
0: I think that ultimately he needs to be, everyone needs to be careful who they endorse. We talked about that with Kendall Jenner on Saturday's show. So I do not fault an endorser for a company not coming through, but it's very important that you disclose your affiliation with them and that you be very careful because it is your reputation. Things go wrong all the time on both sides. When you have these influencer and and Dave Ramsey, let's be honest, is an influencer in addition to being, as I said, a wonderful help to many people that he has changed their lives. So we don't want to take that away, but separately, he's a money influencer he's paid to endorse various products and businesses and you do have a responsibility and these things are very delicate because they can blow up on either end. The influencer sometimes can have a problem and then the company has to disassociate. And we've seen that happen many times with big brand deals that maybe you have an athlete that gets into trouble or some celebrity that gets into trouble and then they lose their endorsements. And then on the flip side, you can have a celebrity who's endorsing a company that they believe based on everything they know when they sign that deal, that the company is a very solid company and, is aligned with their values. And then something goes wrong with the company. It happens.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. It seems to me, I mean, just based on this piece, I don't actively follow Dave Ramsey, but even based on this piece, I don't really blame Dave Ramsey a lot. I mean, I I think Dave Ramsey, to your point, needs to be careful about who he endorses, but if it's, if it's on a page with sponsors, right? So, so on his website, it shows up on a page with other, it's, it's very clear that this is a sponsor relationship. Also, they talk about the video that he made and in the video, he's like, you have to be careful with who you partner with. Right. Um, uh, and, and even that language that Dave uses kind of, I think makes it pretty clear to the average person that this is a paid endorsement of the company. So in some ways I kind of feel a little bad for Dave Ramsey. Don't get me wrong. Dave Ramsey needs to do his due diligence, make sure he knows who he's partnering with and decide when to get in and when to get out of a, of an endorsement, which, you know, Bruce Kelly here is writing his opinion that he thinks that Dave Ramsey needs to get the hell away from this company. Uh, which, Mm -hmm. which if, if Bruce's colorization of this is correct, I think he does too. I think he's just got to get as far away from this company as he possibly can. But, but I also think that, um, it kind of sucks to be Dave Ramsey in this case that, that, that Dave, I mean, t- you know, to some degree. So even on this show, we have advertisers on the show. We have affiliate relationships, like Acre Trader today, as an example. If mm-hmm. Acre Trader does something which isn't great, people are going to look at you and I in a different light because of the fact that we said that we thought that they were a good company. And mm-hmm. um, and man, that would suck to be us because even though I like farmland as an investment. It is, it is something that I had to, you know, farmland as an investment is not something that's, that's, uh, uh, in your corner, Bobby, it's not an area of investing that, that you were familiar with before me. And so to some degree, you even had to take my word for it. So I would even feel worse for you than I would for me, even though I'd feel bad because acre trader did something and I didn't know that that was happening. Like that's, I think it goes back a little bit to what we talked about on Saturday, which is the endorsement is is kind of just the tip of the funnel right mm-hmm. like start off with the endorsement and go okay joe and bobby really like aker trader but is farmland investing really, I mean, let's just use acre traders as a, as a, as a thing. And maybe we don't even need them to do the, to do, to do the mid roll later on. We don't need to do that, that whole thing, but is, but is it for me? Is it, is, is, you know, where does it fit my portfolio? Do I understand enough about it? Do I get the way that this company competes against other companies beforehand? So just because Dave Ramsey says that this company will help you get out of the timeshare, five thousand to nine thousand dollars or was it three thousand to nine thousand dollars to get you out of it? That's still a lot of money. You're still going to be out a ton of money. And so looking at where's that crossover point, is it better to stay with it for a few more years? Maybe there's other ways to list your company. You know, they have these um, they have these exchanges where you can list your timeshare um, uh, to people. Maybe a family member wants to buy it. I've had on mm-hmm. Facebook, people tell all their Facebook friends, like, hey, I've loved my timeshare, can't use it anymore. If you want it, there's a maintenance fee of X amount per year, but I will transfer it to you, you know? Um, But Mm -hmm. then again, some companies I know in in Disney's product uh, of this, Disney's made it very hard for you to transfer it to somebody else specifically. Really? Yes. Yes. Which I think is a little bit of dirty pool.
0: Yeah. They do a hard sell. I will say that my husband and I were on a uh, Disney cruise and we were hungry and there was food in this room. We walk in and all of a sudden we were at the sales pitch as, as it happens, which you know, probably does not surprise you, Joe, Joe, for everyone that isn't watching us, Joe is smirking. Um, yes, we went for the free food. We're that easy. So we had to sit through this presentation and, um, they do a good hard sell. Let me tell you, we leave there going, hmm, maybe we should think about it. Now we did not, but it, they, they know what they're doing, which is cool they because know what they're doing for
1: sure. Their repu- their reputation in the timeshare space is that they don't do a hard sell. What,
0: which? Oh, that, let me tell you, I, I felt you Now, granted, we were on the cruise. We're on the Disney cruise ship. I felt it was a hard sell and we continue to receive follow up mail. Oh, yeah. Years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, look, I don't know if it was such a hard sell. It's not like they're calling us or anything. You yes. know, we're, on, we're on the mailing list. Sure. Um, and I have to say the product looked great. It's just, you know, for us, that's not what we're going to do. But yeah. it did look great. And, uh, you know, we had our lunch.
1: Well, and that's one being a Disney fan that you can believe that Cheryl and I have looked at because the fact that we do it so much. And frankly, if we go to Disney as much as we do, you do the math. And even with that maintenance fee, I'll stay at these cool hotels. I like to stay at for a lot less money uh, than I do currently when we go to Disney. So at some point, the math actually works for for me on that one. But that goes back to the thing. You can't take Dave Ramsey's word for these things. You got to, you got to, you have to, um, You have to do the math yourself. Right.
0: And and by being on this page, it's very clear that it's a paid endorsement. I think a lot of the controversy on Saturday's show, we were talking about Kendall Jenner, is that she did not clearly marked that she was paid and it was a total of $275,000 for the endorsement of the Fire Festival. And that's a lot of where she got in trouble. I think it's really important to be honest with your audience that you are being paid for the endorsement and to be clear about that. And, and, and look, there has to be a trusted when you decide to make that endorsement, you believe in the company, you support them, they're in line with your values. And occasionally, and it's often not very often, frankly, that those values do split and, and they're not aligned anymore. And, and you have to reevaluate the relationship.
1: Yeah. There's a, uh, 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 there's a, this, this whole idea of, um, of, of timeshares in, in, in the first place, just even getting into a timeshare at the start. I think, uh, I think deciding lifestyle, I feel bad that so many people want out of these things where you think about, where you think about if you hadn't gotten into it in the first place, right. If yeah. you, if you just hadn't but gotten they still,
0: in. Then why Joe, why do they keep making them and selling them? I mean, the, the numbers must be so compelling for the people in this, the, the, the companies themselves. I think or that this I, business would not, cause now there's a lot of, at first there wasn't information out about I this. Totally people agree. know now
1: the sales practices work. I think, I think these hard sell sales practices absolutely work. Um, mm. I think, and and it's bad news because I think that it's, you know, I had a mentor tell me uh, early in my career, he said, there's the short-term and obvious and the long-term and not so obvious. And I think that for some of these companies, the short-term and obvious thinking is, we'll keep these sales practices going because they work. But the long-term and not so obvious is who the hell wants to be that person? Like who wants to mm-hmm. be that? I would hate to walk into a room my entire life and go, Hey, I'm the guy that sells the cheesy crap that nobody wants. So I got to shove it down your throat. Like, I don't want to <sighs> be that, you know, Ouch! Ouch. <laughs> how, hard, how, how hard would that, how hard would that be? It it would just absolutely stink. But you know, what's funny Mm. is that I feel the same way though, about, uh, about multi-level marketing, which is that a lot of these products are not bad products. The sales practice, if anybody tells you, If they're in your living room on a Tuesday night at seven o'clock and they're telling you that you won't have to sell the product at all, you get three other people to sell the product and then you sit around with your feet up, the first question you need to ask that person is if you're sitting around with your feet up, why the hell are you in my living room at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night? Because Mm -hmm. frankly, Well, multi-level marketing could be a good way to sell stuff if everybody's selling it. If if people are actually selling it, I have no problem with that. But multi-level marketing means you have a low barrier. It's a business with a low barrier of entry. And whenever you have a business with a low barrier of entry, you have a lot of people you're competing against. So I've always told people there's nothing wrong with multi-level marketing, but realize you're going to have a lot of people in that business because it's so easy to get in. And because it's so easy to get in, you're going to have a lot of people selling stuff that's, that's not true. And so you just got to realize that a business means hard work. You got to own it and you got to own it long term. And if that's a multi-level marketing business for you, great. But but don't fall for any of this. I'm never working stuff. It just there's no no such. I I would love that business. Well, podcasting yeah. is that business. You and I sit around and <laughs> bathe in all this money so with friends. Easy. Well, that's
0: why so many people during the quarantine are launching. I mean, I get emails every single day about I'm launching a podcast. Can you give me some advice? Every day. I'm not actually exaggerating. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So many podcasts launching. We wish everybody well we
1: we uh, we love hanging out with our friends here so making the show, you want to hang out with us today we're on YouTube, generally on Thursday or Friday we're on YouTube, Monday through uh, Wednesday, and sometimes on Thursday morning we're on Facebook, uh, but today at the Money With Friends YouTube channel Annette's hanging out with us and says we live in a world that pays for recommendations if you don't know that, you live under the, a rock and you're really then, Annette, I, I agree with you, you have to then trust who who you're you're talking to and I do, listen, I do believe and I'm sure you do too, Bobby, that when Dave first recommended this company, that he really believed that these people could do what they said they did.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's interesting. So the, the writer did say that he tried to reach out to Dave Ramsey's people. And look, we don't know if they if he just called and and they didn't get the message. We have no idea. Truthfully, sometimes he might have called on a Friday night and written this on Saturday. I have no idea. Um, but I would love to hear their side of the story. I would because we've I've dealt with those people and and I've always had great experiences. That's a personal bias. Personal opinion as our governor Cuomo in New York likes to say big, big disclaimer, personal opinion. Um, I don't always agree with everything, you know, with all of their financial advice. I think they can be a little extreme and a little harsh. I'm a little bit more, I think, um, sympathetic to people. But uh, I think that certainly the organization is is, has been very easy to deal with and, and really good people over there. Yeah, yeah, I I
1: I totally agree. Um I feel bad for everybody here. I feel bad for people that took the recommend the endorsement. I feel bad for Dave not being able to control it cuz I think if Dave controlled it he controlled the narrative uh, much more than he's able to here. It, it, it stinks. In just a second, Bobby and I are going to have a big takeaway from today's piece. But before we get to that, uh, well, you know, we already said a little bit about AcreTrader. Uh, AcreTrader.com forward slash MWF. And if you use our link, by the way, uh, to look at AcreTrader, you know what? That's how they help the podcast. So please use our link if you're going to check out AcreTrader.com. One thing we're hearing about a lot lately, by the way, and I'll just say this about AcreTrader, hearing a lot about gold right now. We're not hearing a lot about farmland. But if you look at what's happened to farmland lately as well, even when times were good, Bobby, and you and I were talking about AcreTrader last year, we talked about how it compares very favorably to gold. Farmland's still comparing favorably, which is why I liked it in the first place, acretrader.com forward slash MWF if you want to check it out. All right, I think
0: that's. And you have to be an accredited investor.
1: You do, yes, and and uh, look that up, because <laughs> rather than us take fifteen minutes and talk about what that means, but it's it's only for certain types of investors because your money will be locked up in land, much like a timeshare is locked up your money will be locked up uh, it with uh, farmland and you can't go sell off a little yes. piece of farmland to get your cash back. So understand yeah, how though, that works. I
0: don't think you, you don't have maintenance fees though. I think that's a lot you of the don't. problem with the farmland yes. like with the, uh, with, sorry, with the, uh, the timeshares just the ongoing costs.
1: Well, and actually with acre traders, oh, the boy. opposite. Every year when the rent comes in, you get your portion of the rent check. So you will get a little check every year for the farmer renting it from you. Uh, so good stuff. All right. Uh, let's um, let's do our takeaways. What do you got Bobby?
0: Look, as we said over the weekend with Kendall Jenner and her endorsement of the Fire Festival, this can be a very precarious line of business for influencers. And make no mistake, Dave Ramsey has a lot of influence for consumers. Trust is important, but so is your own judgment. Take time to read the fine print and make your own decision. It is your money and you're the one who will pay the price if things go wrong.
1: Yeah, I I I totally agree, and I think that uh, even though the endorsement's a great place to start, there's nothing like due diligence, Bobby. Nothing like due diligence. And even, you know, I talked a little positively today about MLMs and about timeshares, but I also think there's truth in this. If a lot of people are talking negatively about a product and somebody's telling you that it's fantastic, I still want to know all those reasons people talk negatively about it, right? I mean, you know, I've also talked positively in the past about annuities. I think there's, there's good annuities and I think that they serve Mm -hmm. a purpose, but there's a reason why people hate annuities and, and most of them are true. You know, you got to know all the downsides of the product before you get in it. So good stuff. Uh, Very well said.
0: I think that's important, Joe. Good points. Where do people find us this week, Bobby? Follow us on Instagram. How about that? At Money Friends Pod, That's also our handle on Twitter. Stay close to Instagram stories because you can then find out when our upcoming tapings are, including coming up less than a week from today or about a week from today. I think a week from today. Three days from revealing...
1: today. Three days from today.
0: Three days from today. Really?
1: <laughs> it's Monday. I'm not sure about
0: that. All right. We'll figure out the calendar. So this is why you have to follow us on Instagram. We're going to be <laughs> revealing... Our new cast. I don't think it's three days from today.
1: It's Monday, we're and I believe that out. I it's believe Monday.
0: We're going to reveal them on a Thursday. Do we usually reveal it? No.
1: On we Thursday, we? we don't reveal
0: on a Thursday show. We reveal on a Monday show, and then we start with a new cast on Tuesday. Hmm.
1: I think so. The last three seasons, we've done it on uh, Thursday.
0: Maybe we recorded on a Thursday, and it goes out on the podcast on a Saturday. You know what's cool about this, guys? We're going to figure it out. We really, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. This is why you have to join our show for the behind the scenes taping so you can join in on the fun of how Joe can completely confuse Bobby. Stay with us. Okay, you got to be part of the tapings to see what's really going on behind the scenes. It's been a lot of chaos during this taping. This is my fourth episode in a row that I've taped today. You can see (laughs) this is what happens. So... At Money Friends Pod on Instagram, at Money Friends on Twitter. Our website is MoneyWithFriendsPodcast.com. Joe, you go. go. I just go. Rea-
1: <laughs> I just realized. I think you're right.
0: You are right. You can. Oh you, boy. You can, let it be said. Joe said Bobby
1: is right. <laughs> you can join us. You can join us live to watch us talk about it on Thursday. We'll be on Facebook, I believe, on Thursday. Maybe on YouTube, but probably on Facebook. Um, You can join us there for the reveal Um, and then I think it will air on Monday. I think you are right that's what's fun about recording this live is we're not going to fix any of this. It's going to be all no idea. Yeah. Us, us, th- okay. th- this is it. No fixing it in post guys. This is it. Nope. All right. I'm Baffa Thanks. Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> Bobby will be here with special alumni guest, Danielle town. One of our favorite people yes. love Danielle town. Love her dad, uh, Phil town, fantastic people. Um, she's
0: going to be talking about Warren Buffett.
1: Yes. And I will be back later in the week talking about investing during this time with our, uh, great alumni from, Uh, money for the rest of us, David Stein talking money. So we're going to be, smart. we're going to be talking a lot about investing during this. All right, guys, Bobby, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you later in the week. Bye-bye.